What's up, everybody? It is another episode of Ask PJ with, of course, me and special guest again, Dr. Christina. Hey, PJ. <laughs> I like that. I like that sexy <laughs> radio voice. It's good. Yes. Um, so I uh, we just did a, a podcast where we talked about some of the things that we're going to get into. We had some fun. We joked around. But I want to get serious for a second. And I get asked a lot of questions from women on cycles, on birth control, on prepping for shows, on, on the advantages and disadvantages, of course, of being women and how to get over that, right? And we've talked about all, over the years, we've talked about all sorts of every hormone that you could think of, SARMs, this and that, but we never do anything geared towards women. And since I coached all women for years, I do feel that I am a bit of an expert mm-hmm. on the subject and that I'm okay with talking about it as much as possible. And you are involved in HRT. Yes. And so you have quite a, a knowledge that yes. you've built up yourself. So I'm going to get into some of the most commonly asked questions. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about, you know, the do's and don'ts, of course. Yeah. With, with females. In, in, Absolutely. And you know, it's funny when you talk about that, PJ. You know how most guys, they always, they fluff their bench numbers. They fluff their weight numbers. I feel, and I just be th- because this is such a taboo subject in female, in the female world, I have many of the girls that I've met and talked to, they do the opposite where they, they say they're taking a lot less. Yes. Right. So it's almost the opposite. Well, Absolutely. no, but in reality, cause they don't want to, they don't want to really admit, Oh my God, yeah. I don't know. Cause they, they never thought it would. And we, we'll, we'll go over the, the absolute myths and uh, ridiculousity of that on certain points. But, uh, I, I noticed that that like, women downplay mm-hmm. because of that t- taboo subject and guys always totally exaggerate the numbers. No. And, and really, uh, they should just be yeah. completely open with it. Yeah. And that way you can help other women and um, other women can learn uh, because let's face it, and this will probably offend some people, <laughs> but if you see a woman who in a short amount of time put on so much muscle that she looks like a man, yeah. she is most likely <laughs> taking, of course, male aging hormones, androgens, testosterone, things yeah. like that, yeah. that are causing that to happen. Now, I have always been conservative with my girls. Now, if you told me, if you gave me a woman that said, I would like to be a science experiment and do whatever you want with me, I think I'd probably still be a little bit conservative, but I would get into doing some of the things with androgens, especially some of the short acting esters to see what, what could happen because I actually do know some women that have had success with that. In fact, I actually worked with a bodybuilder who really, really insisted on, she had done it before, she insisted on doing a trendalone. And so for her last four weeks uh, before her show, she's a pro competitor, very good, uh, actually very, very pretty in the face. So she, she, she was smart with the way that she used her androgens. We did five milligrams of trenbolone acetate every day. She did it in a slim pedal, slim, slim yeah. So now think about that. That's 35 milligrams a week. And that's not an insane amount. Uh, and it was only for four weeks, but it had a dramatic effect on how much harder mm-hmm. that it made her. Now, that is, to me, still going to the extremes on the women's side. So women always ask me about Anivar, right? Anivar is like the holy grail for men and women. The problem is, and uh, I've been saying this for years, probably 99% of them are never really using Anivar. And I do not like women to put things in their body when they don't truly know what it is. So if you are not getting your Anivar, and by the way, the funny thing is, 
Anavar is actually the name Anavar is actually trademarked by High Tech Pharmaceuticals, and it's it's actually an over the counter supplement right. that you can take now. So oxandrolone, the actual chemical mm-hmm. compound that you that that you're taking, is really only prescribed through HRT clinics now, mm-hmm. like through through certain doctors and compound pharmacies. And if you're getting it on the black market, it almost certainly is not. Mm-hmm. And the main reason why, and I have spoken about this with my buddies that own compound pharmacies is that oxandrolone is by far the most expensive. And so I don't want to get into the numbers and all this stuff and like upset people that own compound pharmacies, but it is far less expensive to make a bottle of testosterone than it is to press out a bunch mm-hmm. of, of Anavar tablets. So when you meet these girls, they're like, oh, I got this Anavar from my bodybuilder you know, boyfriend. And you know, they were a dollar a pill or $2 a pill. I tell them there's no possible way that you're getting real Anavar for that. And then they get into the side effects that they're having. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, that's when I know right you're not taking real Anavar because I've said this numerous times, and every, every now and then there'll be somebody that disagrees with me. But if you're taking true Anavar as a woman, you should not get any androgenic side effects at all mm-hmm. because it is only anabolic. There is no androgenic activity at all. And I mean, I, without if, so I don't have to ramble the whole time. Yeah. Do you want to explain what androgenic activity means? Yeah, well, androgenic just think pure male, uh, you know, characteristics. That's the hair growth, the deepening of the voice. Yeah. So when something's pure anabolic, just think about it this way, guys. It, it's protein synthesis, mm-hmm. and it allows protein synthesis and turnover much more rapidly. So basically, anabolic allows you. And that muscle to recover much quicker so you could train it again and break it down again. So I could do chest 100 times a year versus 52 times a year. That's but people saying. think anabolic is a bad word. No. No. Well, yeah, they think ana- – yeah, because – They just think all steroids. No, that's just protein mm-hmm. synthesis. Now, androgenic is the, the sexual characteristics, yes. female and, and the characteristics of that. So when you – it's a way when someone's like, yeah, I'm an anavore, and her voice is like that. I'm like, you're not <laughs> an anavore because it's, uh, that's an androgenic quality that's happening. And I tell, I tell women all the time, I go, look up – before anybody that wants you to do anything that has any androgenic side to it at all, just go into the dictionary and, and go look up androgen or androgenic mm-hmm. and just see what it says because it says male aging hormone. Mm-hmm. So you know what's going to happen is you are going to turn yourself into an older man. <laughs> That's what happens. You look at these girls that are 22 years old. All of a sudden they look 30. Their faces are hard and masculine. Mm-hmm. Their, their skin has thinned out a lot. And it's because you're putting male aging hormones. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what takes us as little skinny kids into men. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our androgens start pumping through our systems and we, we, we grow up. So ladies, if you're getting pure Anavar, like you just said, you're only gonna build muscle. So when you have a doctor mm-hmm. that will give you pure Anavar, there is, Truly no downside with the exception of I have seen in certain labs where yep. if you are on Anavar for a while, you, you can start to throw off your cholesterol numbers a little bit. And this doesn't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, at myself, I actually did not see that happen to me uh, from Anavar, but something like uh, Arimidex, Anastrozole mm-hmm. will, will, will mm-hmm. crash me out. Um, but... Again, women, this is usually if you're using it for a long amount of time. And you can get a lot done in a short amount of time with Anavar. And the common doses that I hear thrown around the most are 10 milligrams, right? So I sometimes will have a woman that says that she's doing 5 milligrams of Anavar. 
And if it is pure Anavar, and let's say you're just a bikini competitor, and you're getting good muscle out of that, that's probably all you really need. But that is as, as minimum as I think that anybody could go. I always have any of my female competitors start on 10 milligrams of Anavar. And I also want to backtrack just for a second and say that I always take my competitors who have never done anything before, and I make them prep clean first. And I make them use Blackstone Lab supplements first, just so they can learn their bodies first and see, okay, this is how good I could be training the right way, eating the right way, and using supplements that everybody else can use the right way. Once they go through that process and they've learned themselves, then I say, okay, this is how good you are right now. This is the best that you could be genetically. We did this all perfect. Now is where you add in the good stuff, the fun stuff, as I call it. And now we'll see how much more rapidly you can go. So it is most common for the bikini competitors that I have worked with or that I know, because I don't want to just label people, because I will tell you this. I actually have worked with some completely clean competitors. And I'll throw one out right now. Not so Little Mermaid. Never took anything. I trained her for the Arnold. She did the first wellness at the Arnold. And she was one of the, not one of the smaller girls, because some of the girls are just pretty damn jacked. Um, But she was way bigger than your average bikini competitor. And I'll tell you, her condition, her glutes and hams was phenomenal without any, uh, I mean, she used Eradicate from Blackstone Labs. You know what I mean? So she wasn't using any strong anti-ease. And I said, you probably have the best uh, natural genetics that I've ever met. Mm-hmm. If you ever wanted to go that, w- that way, which she's not interested in, mm-hmm. you know, you could probably be, be pr- pr- pretty freaky, but yeah. that's not what she's interested in. So sometimes I have these women that say like, oh, well, I talked to so-and-so and, and she swears that she's never taken anything or, you know, she plays dumb to it or she acts like she's a, she doesn't. And I said, it's because it's so taboo. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, something that I've learned about, about women too, and I, I think this is kind of funny, this might offend some people, but. A lot of girls won't tell other girls what they're doing because it's like that caddy, like, well, I'm not going to have you be, I'm not going to help you be beating me or better than me. Why should I tell you these things? So they always like play it off as, as dumb. And it's too bad because Anavar used properly is, like I said, with the exception of the cholesterol aspect, is really, really safe. And it's, it's truly a, a, a wonderful all the HRT clinics are going to be thanking me right now. They're going yeah, to be getting no, a, bu- a bunch of new patients. Uh, it, it is it is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is most people that have done real Anavar. It is it is typically their their favorite uh, drug. And so women, I break it down like this: if you put on muscle easily, you'd probably do great in the bikini division, putting on muscle for bikini in the five to max ten milligram range. Mm-hmm. Women's physique and figure, some of you will do great on just 10 milligrams, especially if you're running longer cycles and then especially if you're, if you're stacking other things with it. And then I've worked with very, very small bikini competitors that were like, look, I need to use 20 milligrams. I just don't grow the same way. And you put them on 20 and they start putting on some good size and looking good. And again, there's no masculine side of it because we're just using a good anabolic. Of course, the nutrition and everything else is extremely important here. Uh, but Anavar is the one that I use the most commonly and is the most, mm-hmm. it's the most abused because it's, it's wrong most mm-hmm. of the time. Uh, but it is, it is your surefire best way to go. Now, from there, this is when you start getting into risk versus reward. Mm-hmm. No matter what you do past Anavar, you're in risk versus reward. So before we go into other anabolics, my favorite, my favorite pre-contest 
hormone uh, or manipulator, it's, it's actually a CIRM, is I love Novodex, right? So CIRM is select estrogen receptor modulator. So to make you guys understand what that means is tamoxifen citrate, basically you as a woman, you're still going to be producing your, your estrogen mm-hmm. and it won't be able to bind to the receptors the same way. So you're not going to get this water retention, uh, zits, bad side effects that come with estrogen. And the reason I like it is when you put that into a a woman's plan, most of their estrogen receptors are going to be in the lower body. That's just guys. We have some in our, in our our breast tissue also. Uh, but women, the reason they have hips and boobs and butts is because that's where all the estrogen receptors are. Estrogen will bring fat and and water and, and that's where those curves come from. So when you remove the ability to have estrogen really locking up in those receptors, you get way tighter in those areas. And I don't believe, I really don't, and there's people that will argue this, that you can see the condition that you see on, let's say, the Olympia stage in the hams and glutes without an Albedex. I just don't believe it. I, I, some might be just genetically have no ass at all or just freakishly, freakishly dry. There are some. Uh, but most have to use that Novodex to get that dryness back there. Now, some girls will say, well, oh, my coach told me that I should use Arimidex instead. Arimidex is stronger. But in theory, and I've, I've actually had this conversation with Palumbo before. In theory, Arimidex really shouldn't work on a woman unless you were taking androgens. Mm-hmm. Because you shouldn't be converting any of the yes. androgens. So we used to have this conversation all the time. Dave would be like, stupid. Makes no sense. That's my day of voice for those of you who haven't listened yeah. in a while. And I can, in a minute, get into a way that I, I have seen it work. But I'm kind of going through my little trifecta here. I love Anavar. I love Nolvidex. And with those two things together, I think... Uh, bikini and, and probably a lot of wellness competitors can kick ass in figure. You might have to use a little bit more aggressive androgens, uh, and in bodybuilding, I mean, the bodybuilding competitors are jacked and the same thing with the women's physique competitors. It's just a matter of how much do you want to push mm-hmm. it now back to the subject of Ariminex for seconds. I think you'll find this is interesting. So out of curiosity, I had a girl that wanted to experiment years ago. And so she wanted to use a very small amount of testosterone. So we used some testosterone propane, and it, and it was a very conservative amount. And she was a women's physique competitor. So I think that we were doing, I believe we were doing um, 10 milligrams every other day, right? So very low amount. You know, most guys are using, you know, 50 to 100 every other day. But the 10 milligrams was actually working really good for her. So she then said she was feeling so good. She was like, what if, I, what if I pushed it to 25 every other day? And I said, well, you know, we're, we're getting a little bit more aggressive yeah, now. It's double. You know, I, I, I will allow it because I know what you're trying to do. So she went up to the 25, and she started getting the, the androgen activity that, like, brings some excess water retention, some oily skin, things like that. So out of curiosity, I was like, you know what? You feel good. I'm seeing these physiological changes in you. Let's just see what happens if we put in a little Arimidex now. Because maybe you are actually aromatizing some of it and that's why you're getting watery and, and, and starting to break out. Well, we put the little bit of Arimidex in. I put in a half of a milligram uh, every other day. And let me tell you, she got really dry really fast. But I 
did the same thing without the testosterone, completely different effect. So what I started experimenting with years later, and that I actually is common practice with a lot of my competitors, is we started putting in a little bit of provirin at the end. So provi provirin, you're actually getting some androgenic activity, but you're not getting really any you're not going to aromatize the same way. You're not going to have these, these, these rougher side effects. So what I was doing is the last couple of weeks before the shows, starting to put in a little bit of provirin. And I'm talking half of, of a pill, so 12.5 12, milligrams yeah. for two, three weeks. And you just see this hardness come out that made a big, big difference. And that was usually like my trifecta for bikini and figure. So mm -hmm. bikini and figure girls that are listening to this, you could do really, really wow. well yeah. with that combo. Now, Moving up to some of the weight classes, you are going to see women using Winstrol. And in my opinion, another one that you're going to see a lot of fakes of, unfortunately. Uh, and again, this is not something you should be trusting your bodybuilder boyfriend to get you because they don't know either, unfortunately. And even if he loves you, I want to say this. He's not doing it on purpose. He's using it on himself and he's thinking that it's great. But for all he knows, it could be Masteron. He doesn't know. He's just getting it from whoever. Unless you're getting it from a doctor or a compound pharmacy, you don't truly know. And I like oral Winstrol for women because if something weird's happening, you just stop taking it. You're good to go. And you can just dose it very simply every day like that. 10 milligrams goes a long way for, for a female competitor. I have occasionally gone up to 20 figure competitors, women's physique competitors. And, and usually when I do that, I'm actually not running the Anavar with it. It's one or the other. And you'll get a little bit harder, drier look from the Winstrol, but because of that, that androgen activity, you can get more breakouts. Also because of the DHT potential affinity. If you start kind of like going at that receptor that way, I've seen hair come out fast and that'll freak somebody out. Uh, but again, this is something that is completely you know case specific right. i i've talked to plenty of girls that compete in bikini i actually know a bunch of brazilian girls that don't even compete and they're like i love winstrol winstrol is popular in brazil we get on and our legs look great and you know it is what it is so you you, you need to find these things out yourself mm -hmm. but you've got to be as cautious as, as possible now anything after that you're really pushing it because prima bolin uh you and i had a conversation about prima bolin mm -hmm. earlier super highly faked all the time yeah. i would not even touch it if you were not close to somebody in a, in a uh, compound pharmacy and then any of the strong androgenic stuff testosterone um, masteron propanate if you don't have a doctor that knows what he's doing and that's looking at your labs mm -hmm. because testosterone can be very beneficial for women mm -hmm. super super beneficial especially as women get older but there's a lot of young women that have very low testosterone mm -hmm. also and they have low sex drive and they're softer and they're not putting on the muscle, a very small amount of testosterone can really, really affect those women mm -hmm. if they're naturally low. But things like Masteron and Trenbolone, these very, very strong androgenic things, these can change you very, very fast. And I've worked with girls over the years that came to me, boyfriends were like, you got to use this Masteron for your show. And then their voice is very deep. Mm -hmm. Even things that are considered more mild, which we know are not mild, like DECA. Uh, deep voice from that right away. And then they'll say, well, my boyfriend said DECA wasn't anabolic and that it wouldn't make my voice get deeper. Um, and then the subject of, well, what about neandrolone phenylpropanate? Because it's essentially yeah. fast-acting DECA. When I can get those DECA results fast, I actually have seen some of the women's physique competitors and bodybuilding competitors I know get pretty good fast gains with that 
but you got to go super conservative with the doses and you got to be ready mm-hmm. for those side effects to happen. Right. Also, you have to know what the real end goal is and a realistic amount of time. Because if you're saying, all right, I'm going to do my first show in 12 weeks. And I'm going to pick out this gear and do the show. I've never done anything before. You have no idea what's going to happen to your body. The expectations that you have, it's so unrealistic to think that you'll be able to find a good result doing it that way. I always think that the best thing for women to do is experiment with these things first in a good off-season, eating clean the right way, and see how their bodies respond. I got really into experimenting with different SARMs for women this year. And a lot of women think that uh, they have to stick to just Austrian, right? Austrian is just like Anavar. First of all, nothing is like Anavar. So when people say that, it drives me crazy. You know, oh, it's like Anavar, you know? And I'm like, no, it's not. There's nothing like Anavar. Austrian is, is good. Um, there are some studies uh, that suggest it's good for bone density. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, it is, as far as its effect on the androgen receptors, it's a little bit more mild compared to some of these aggressive uh, SARMs that we have. But the results are going to be very mild also. Now, what I think is great is if you take some of these SARMs and you actually utilize them with Anavar. So a lot of girls think, well, I'm going to do SARMs because I'm not taking steroids, right? One or the other. But what I explain to them is you can get such a great synergistic effect by having a little bit of that androgen Mm -hmm. activity because the SARM is only going to selectively work with the androgen androgen receptor the way that it wants to. Mm -hmm. So it's going to maybe make you harder or make you more aggressive. Or maybe you're going to use one that, that will have the ability to aromatize a little bit. So you'll have a little bit of the, the water retention with it, right? But when you have that combo with the anabolic, you get a faster result and you can gauge it in a much different way because, like I said, that's that synergy. So what I have seen very, very effective, and I know there's a lot of girls that, that they want to know what SARMs should I use. I absolutely love, I really do, I love S23 for women. And you don't need a lot. Five milligrams, 10 milligrams a day tops. I I actually know women that will use 20, but five or 10 a day with a little bit of Anovar, 10 milligrams of Anovar, you will get a great combination of muscle building, but keeping it hard, you'll be very strong, and you'll get the results fast. A lot of women ask me about LGD. And LGD is good, but you're going to get more water retention for that. They also asked me about uh, MK quite a bit. Now, MK is interesting because it causes, number one, uh, a big-time boost in appetite. And it also, uh, it's a, a growth hormone, uh, uh, secretagogu, right? Yeah. And so you can use it at different times throughout the day, and you'll get that little bit of a post, that, that GH pulse. Mm-hmm. And it's beneficial, I think, more in conjunction with other things. Right. I myself haven't really used MK because I use real, real growth hormone. Uh, now, I know a lot of my meathead bodybuilder friends are like, well, I use growth hormone at night, but then I use MK multiple times throughout the day because I want, I want it pumping right. all throughout the day. You're definitely going to get water retention doing that. Uh, Rad 140 is another one that a lot of people were scared of, mm-hmm. but I think women can do well with that, again, in low doses. And the one that I want to talk about and then if I've missed out on any hardcore stuff, maybe you can point it out for me. But the one that I want to talk about that is talked about so much, uh, and it's actually one of my favorites by far, 
is GW516 or Carterine is mm-hmm. the way that most people know it. Carterine is actually not a SARM. It gets classified as a SARM all the time. Uh, but Carterine is in a completely different class, and Carterine also has the most data on it. It's been actually studied the most. Uh, in the UK, they're actually getting into human trials on it now. And uh, if you guys go back to podcast number, I think, 75 or 76, when I had uh, chemist uh, Trevor Kurtzen on, he was most impressed with Carterine by far because he believes that Carterine is actually going to be eventually sold uh, in the United States as a form of diabetes medication. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be getting pushed for type 2 diabetics. And I'll explain why. It has such a profound effect on blood sugar and uh, glycogen storage that when you have people that get older that are unhealthy that start getting on that cusp of becoming a type mm-hmm. 2 diabetic, rather than the doctors like forcing you to change your diet because it is preventable, mm-hmm. they will most likely start prescribing things like carterine, yeah. which will keep your blood sugar stable and, and actually help control your insulin a lot more. This is why in a, the, the bodybuilding world, it is very, very effective because we are managing our blood sugar the right way. So now you're taking something that is going to really, really, really control your insulin, really, really control your glycogen storage, your nutrition par- partitioning, mm-hmm. and you can take something where you're going to be able to eat more, grow more, but stay leaner at the same time, not store body fat the same way when you're eating more carbs. I have seen so much positive with mm-hmm. carterine and many of the of the girls that i work with and coach stay on carterine for very long periods of time because i'd rather see them doing that than taking something like glucophage metformin right right which has yeah. some pretty rough side effects we talked about that it was i felt like when, when i took metformin just for and then you you know there was liver protecting effects there was uh all types of, it does have health benefits to it but man did i feel horrible so I was very nauseous. Yes. And I, not feel like I talked to a lot of my buddies. They're like, get through the first week and then that goes away. And I'm like, you know, I'm not competing anymore. Do I really want to, to do something where I feel that, that glycolog works so similar? Mm-hmm. Now, the reason that I wanted to do it was because I listened to a, well, first I actually listened to uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit on Joe Rogan. And then he had another gentleman on there that was speaking about the benefits really for, it was, he was talking about fasting and then the way that he ate carbohydrates where he was, he was also a, a chemist, a uh, PhD chemist that was studying its effects on Alzheimer's and dementia and the effects on the brain. Yeah. And that was what really piqued my interest on it. So I was like, you know what? I fast all day anyway. Maybe that I should get into using but I couldn't get past the how bad it made me feel. It made me feel very tired, very yeah. nauseous. I remember was it a, to this day, I was a true Lux, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember my head was in my hand when my elbows on the table going, I just can't eat this. Because I, I, it just took my appetite away. Totally. It made me feel very exhausted. Yeah, it was just that. Right? Like, well, I don't want to do anything. And this was off-season. I'm like, I'm supposed to be, because that's the whole thing. I was doing it because I was pounding the carbs. Yeah. Ugh, I was just, it was just not worth it. And, and this is not to plug, uh, this is not to plug Glycolog, but you will be able to use Glycolog without the negative side effects 
And I have had many, many, many diabetics. Now, I, I'm, I of course, have to be careful with how I'm yeah. saying things. I'm not trying to treat anything at just all. Just experience. It's just, just, just experience. Just experience. I've had many diabetics tell me uh, that they have lowered their insulin mm -hmm. and lowered their metformin because of how well the glycolog was working for them. Yeah. And, I, and I know these people, too, and they're, I know them. Well, you know, so yeah. there's a there's the only, like, remember you talking about the only variable that changed was that then and So it's not about... But you, you never plug in your product. You made that product for a reason mm -hmm. because you know you had a you you saw a solution that needed to be there. And I, I may have talked about this years ago on podcast, but if you look at what the glycolog bottle looks like, Google Novolog. Mm. They're exactly the same. I did it like that on purpose because when I developed glycolog, I did not have the ability. Maybe I had the ability, but I didn't have the time or the extensive knowledge to formulate a product like that. And that's what Gorilla Chemist did. And Gorilla Chemist was just a brilliant guy. And he wanted to know one day what I thought was most effective for me, really putting on size, staying lean. Like, what was it? Was it trend? Was it this? Was that? I was like, to be honest with you, I had really, really good results with insulin and the way I used insulin. And I've tried different things. I've tried all sorts of gear and of course I've tried thyroid and clan and all these other things right but when I learned how to use insulin the right way I had a profound effect to it and we'll do another podcast on ways to use insulin because I've used it many different ways um, but I was able to grow a lot faster on insulin because I was able to utilize carbohydrates for growth rather than just eating them for fuel and I said if we could come out with something that worked like Novolog specifically, fast-acting insulin, not Humulin R, which is, yeah. I think is really like, in my opinion, obsolete now in the world of, of, of diabetes. Um, because now there's, there's insulin uh, that's even faster than, than Novolog. Yeah. Um, so, and people always ask me, like, what's the difference between Humulog and Novolog? They're super similar. They're super similar. Um, Humulin R, though, is, it's got like a four-hour mm -hmm. half-life. And you wind up, feeding the insulin um and i don't i don't want to go off on the subject because we're talking about ladies but glycolog and carterine are kind of similar in the fact that they control blood sugar so well so i think that you can be very very anabolic with a little bit of anivar and utilizing these things like carterine and if you don't want to use the carterine you can use the glycolog and and Many of my women are like, well, should I use one or the other? I'm like, you can actually use them both mm -hmm. and really, really capitalize on what you're getting out of your food, especially if you're knowing how to train and eat the right way and how to eat around your training and whatnot. So those are my principles as far as what I think uh, women can do, should do. Now, have I, have I done some more aggressive things before? Yeah, but I, I usually just don't like to go that way. So if I have a, a woman that says, hey, listen, I really want to like juice out hard, I usually tell them I'm probably not the guy to help you then because I just don't feel as comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of guys that, that don't care. Um, they know, look, if I put this girl on some probe and trend and master on, she's going to get hard and nasty and jacked fast. But at what cost? What expense? You know? Um, we're going to do another podcast. So I want to separate these two. Yep. These are, we're doing some separate yeah. podcasts for the ladies. We're giving two out for the ladies today. And the next podcast that we're going to do 
So we're going to close this one out. And I know I went for a while on, on the gear, but you ladies. But I think it was important. It had to be, it, it couldn't be a quick, it had to be thorough because it, of the subject. This is something to be listened to over and over again. Notes taken. And if you want to ask me more thorough questions about this, ladies, do it. If you say, well, I, I'm really interested in this particular compound and, and, and again, I would love to, and we can do another one on, on this yeah. also, is I will talk a lot about women and testosterone because women can utilize testosterone very well, but it needs to be in a medical setting. There mm -hmm. has to be labs. You've got to know what you're doing mm -hmm. because I've seen some, some, some blood where uh, a woman will, will let me look at her, her labs and her testosterone will be like that of a 90-year-old. Uh, you know, she'll tell me that she's tired. She has no sex drive. She's gaining weight. Then we'll look at, you know, like the thyroid numbers. And if her TSH and T3 and T4 are all off, these are things that just by going to an HRT clinic and getting manipulated, I meet more and more women now that are like, I'm going to an HRT clinic. I got a little bit of testosterone. I'm doing fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy to see that because testosterone doesn't mean you're going to grow a beard and, and no, be a man. Uh, as a woman, you need testosterone too. Just like as a man, we need estrogen. You know, we just don't want too much of it. Just like right. they don't want too much of it. So we'll do that on a separate podcast. But the next one we're going to do is going to be uh, the flip side. We're going to do on birth control mm -hmm. and those hormones. Yeah. So thank you, uh, Dr. Cristino, for doing this one with me. And Absolutely. Ladies, you're welcome. I said that a lot over the years, <laughs> by the way. Usually it was closing the night out. <laughs> and we'll be back very soon.